This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Welcome to Magpies Unrestricted. in the Premier League this week after the Carabao Cup semi-final. one all draw at home to West Ham. Tenth draw of the season for the Magpies. Slightly, don't get me wrong, I think it was a fair result, but obviously from a Newcastle point of view, slightly frustrating because that's another Premier League draw. Yeah, Newcastle were brilliant in the first ten, ten minutes, really. Absolute flying start with back of the net by Joe Willock in about 37 seconds I mean it was disallowed rightly because the ball was out of play in the build up however then 11 seconds after the restart um, Sean Longstaff (laughs) Sean Longstaff put Callum Wilson right through and uh, excellent excellent goal from Wilson and you'd expect nothing else uh, from him but I mean yeah I mean to put it in perspective Sky had literally barely finished showing the replays of the disallowed goal and then all of a sudden they just cut to Callum Wilson's like putting the ball in the net. It was like, oh my God, what just happened? <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, I, I think it was it was quite tense back and forth, but I think other than those two efforts, there wasn't really much. There was, there was one moment when Gordon came on and slotted Wilson through again in almost exactly the same manner. It was some excellent defending from West Ham, but I think... After yeah, that, I mean, what a, what a tackle actually it, just from oh, from, a, from a from a gerd the because yeah I think Callum Wilson especially I mean as we've said he's had some struggles since the World Cup this was in fact this was actually his first goal since returning from the World Cup uh, although he did have that one in the League Cup against Bournemouth that should have been should have stood and was wrongly disallowed but you know this was his first goal but then with that then confidence you then think right he's going to bury this this other chance later on. And yeah, what a tackle to be to be fair. But yeah, you're right. Aside from yeah, that early flurry. There was nothing. And then I'm mean, don't get me wrong, the last like half an hour was all us, but it, it's not like we were bombarding their goal. And and credit to West Ham for that. Again, yeah, I, would I think say, they deserve both the, they deserve the point. Yeah, West Ham effectively neutralised your style of play, which is what you would have expected them to go out and do. Um after, you know, going down that early on. And they did that successfully. I suppose for a neutral, it was kind of exciting, but it was also like, I think if you have a look at the weekend and all the football in the weekend, <laughs> yeah, this was the match you just didn't want to have to go and watch in comparison to the others. If you had to choose, you'd take you'd take the big high scoring ones elsewhere being played on the day. So um, it was it was a good match as as a neutral, but I think it was it was highly frustrating and disheartening is too strong a word but I do feel that this kind of brings say you said right at the beginning brings Newcastle fans back down to earth and I think potentially not that you would have ever expected to be in the top four last season at this point but potentially it suggests that maybe you're going to be around that sixth seventh position by the end of the season if this is another another game where you should have tried to eke some points 
um, through because you had the possession it just wasn't getting there through the through the um, the final bit but yeah no I, I agree I, like um, I mean again obviously positives you know I, I think this was something like this our 16th league game in a row unbeaten which I think is one short of the club record mm. you know which is obviously is great with I mean obviously again you know we conceded against Southampton in the League Cup we conceded um, against West Ham obviously in this game and in fact actually it was quite an easy one Lucas Pakatar getting their goal in the 32nd minute when really it was just a flick on to the back post from a corner and then he just sort of slots in which you know considering how well we've defended this season yeah, it, was a loose it, was, it was a bit too easy for them again we do still. We are still over halfway through the season, and we've only conceded twelve goals, which is yeah, still. I, I, I still think it's, it's no, amazing. So, yeah, but I do, I do but, think. I yeah, do think no, some I, of the, the the other Premier League teams who may not necessarily be having a great time at the moment, they have shown in the past, and they have the pedigree to to just get those those three points, like just yeah, even, no, deserved absolutely. or not deserved. And I think at the moment. The Magpies just aren't quite at that point where they can just push it over the line, even if they've been playing badly. Not saying they were playing badly; they just weren't playing their best. It was a very, again, yeah. a very different Newcastle team to the one that we saw in the Carabao Cup. Yeah, no, I, I think you're spot on, and as you say, I think come the end of the season, I think as I say, it's all well and good being unbeaten for a huge stretch, but if there's too many draws in there, you're not going to finish in the top four at the end of the day because sometimes, just mathematically. It's better to win one, lose one, than draw twice. Mm. You know, so I think, yeah. I mean, hopefully, Anthony Gordon um, that does give us a little bit extra attacking threat. I mean, he came on with about twenty minutes to go to make his debut, and he was clearly eager to impress. And although he didn't get too much chance to show off his pace, the brief moments when he did, he is lightning quick, and mm. that was a great pass actually to put Callum Wilson through. Um, but yeah, you know, it's going to take him a bit of time to to get up and running as well. And again, he's still a young lad. We can't just go, oh yeah, well he's just going to immediately be this huge match winner and score goals out every week and all this kind of stuff. You know, he's he's still young and still a bit raw in some ways. Um, but yeah, as you say, until I mean, obviously, if if we can get Callum Wilson, obviously, properly firing again, obviously that him getting that goal was huge uh, for him to you know get you know this put to bed this sort of long period without a goal, this this sort of drought, uh, which is doubly good for us in terms of, you know, getting him hopefully back in form come the Carabao Cup final as well. And if obviously Izak can contribute a bit more in terms of goals, because we know the potential he's got, then obviously, you know, I'm, I'm, we're not saying that we're definitely not going to finish in the top four. We still very much could, but we need to improve in those areas, as you've said. I, do, I, do, I completely agree with you. Um, and look, as I say, Obviously, I want us to finish in the top four. That would be absolutely huge for us. And, you know, the Champions League revenue, well, Champions League football, obviously, more importantly. God, modern football, I'm leading with the money rather than the actual getting to play in the Champions League. But you know what I mean? Um, but as I say, at the start of the season, I would have took top 10. Now, I think, obviously, if we were to drop out of the top six, I think I would be pretty disappointed given yeah. where we've been. But it's certainly the top four. You know, we've seen in recent years, and I'm, I'm not trying to. I apologise for bringing this up, but you know Leicester City two seasons in a row, literally spending damn near the entire campaign in the top four, and then unfortunately just dropping out at the end. It is really difficult when you've got those teams around you. Yes, even even the Liverpool and again Liverpool lost again. 
in pretty spectacular fashion against Wolves. Obviously, Chelsea are struggling, but if either of them can get their act together, or if Tottenham can improve, you I've know, never bet on Tottenham. No, but I'm just saying, you know, there's multiple teams, and only potentially because I think Man United are going to finish in the top four now. Yeah, now they've got rid of someone, and obviously City and Arsenal are going to finish in the top four. I think that's it's just pretty, you know, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It, it only takes one of them to get their act together to overtake us if we can't also. You know, get back to those standards we were setting earlier in the season. So, you know, I'm, I'm. That's why I'm not getting my hopes up too much in terms of finishing in the top four. And obviously, for us now at this point, the fact that we can actually get some silverware is obviously more important than where we end up finishing in the league. If we get, you know, if and again, this is a big if. It's going to be a tough game, but if we can beat Man United in the League Cup final, that's going to mean more to us than getting in the Champions League a little bit earlier than we would have hoped given the new project that's in place at Newcastle you know what I mean yeah no exactly um, and like I can say hopefully yeah I say promising from Anthony Gordon in, in the you know sort of 20 minute cameo he was able to make certainly look forward to seeing more of him in, in the Newcastle shirt because unfortunately it has to be said as much as I love Sam Maximan he started the game and really didn't do very much I think his confidence because obviously he's been kind of you know, out of the team a little bit here and there. You know, Eddie Howe, he's not the default starter like he used to be. And I think that's probably affected his confidence as well, unfortunately, for him. So he didn't really offer much. Uh, Gordon did look a bit more threatening in the 20 minutes that he came on. Um, also, I have to, unfortunately, I have to mention this. What a shocking dive from Joe Linton. Yeah, it was bad. That, that was bad. Yeah. Like, I don't want to get all football dinosaur and stuff, but. I don't, I don't like to see that from anyone, let alone in, especially a Newcastle player. Um, it was really blatant. It wasn't even like, oh, that was a bit soft, and he made a he made a meal of it. This was like, no, nah, he just fallen through himself on the floor. That was shocking. Anyway, but yeah, I, like I say, um, we need to sort of properly get back to winning ways properly in the league. Um, you know, wh- wherever we're going to finish this season again. You know, it's not like we've been losing games. We we are still good at the back, despite the fact that you know we have now conceded a couple of games in a row, which you know, given our recent history, is not kind of like us. But I think we've got a decent opportunity next weekend, you know, to hopefully get back to winning ways. We're going to be away from home, but you know, Bournemouth not having a great season. No, not at all. But then again, it's Eddie Howe's old side. Are they going to want to show up their old manager? They are 19th in the table, one point from safety. They have everything to play for and they have an axe to grind against Eddie Howe. I'm not saying that Newcastle should lose this. They definitely should win this. It does add a bit of extra um, spice though, doesn't it? It does. And it depends whether or not Bournemouth take this. Obviously them being at home. If it, if this was at St. James's Park, there's no way in hell. You'd but, hope not. <laughs> but the fact that this is, is being played at Bournemouth, hopefully they feed off their own fans and and actually play because they've conceded 43 goals this season um, by far the worst in um, the league at the moment yeah um, I mean and again I do apologise the next worst I did will be Leicester table, is Leicester no, with 37 which is not good no. but that's a, you know Bournemouth that's another 6 on top of that yeah no I know um, and they've not won since the World Cup yeah um, so again that's now 8 in fact yeah 8 games they've played since the World Cup and they've lost seven of those and only drawn once. So you would hope we can do something about that uh, and continue 
again, no offense to Bournemouth, but just you know we can kind of win and can keep their um, unfortunately their poor form running just always another week. But you know, obviously it didn't help them against Brighton at the weekend. Obviously they lost one nil, but again Brighton are really good. But you know they've spent fifty three million pounds mm. in January again. Premier that's Premier League money for you. Bournemouth spending fifty three million pounds. Yeah. You know, but then who signs? They they're going to have an extra week to bed in now. Mm. So you know it is going to be a slightly new up Bournemouth side. So again, you know we can't. Obviously, you just look at the two teams and two you know the seasons that both teams have had. Obviously, we should just go there and win two or three nil. It's in practice, it's probably not going to be like that. No, I think I think they could be potentially a little bit revitalized by this. Um, but I mean, Newcastle have, have I say on paper always had a half decent record even when they were playing poorly themselves so in the last seven meetings um, against Bournemouth Newcastle have won four drawn three and not lost any obviously at this point we would hope for a win but you know even even when they were more on a par Newcastle were the, were the, the victors m- most of the time so we, we, we can hope we can live and dream yeah as I say, it's, it's going to be an interesting one um like I say, largely because like you know what Bournemouth are going to turn up. I mean, generally, as I say, they're in a pretty dismal run. You know, they are going to be up against it for the rest of the season. Again, only one point from safety at the time of recording. That uh, could change when Leeds play because Leeds have two games in hand. But you know, they're, they're, it's still within touching distance. They're not adrift. They've got everything to play for, as you said before. It's you know with with the new signings. You know, it's going to be an interesting one. But yeah, really, for us, it would be massive for us to get back to winning ways in the league, both for the league position and, as we say, because we've only got two games now before the League Cup final. And the next one, as we mentioned last week, after Bournemouth, Mm. is Liverpool. So it would be really big for us if we can start, you know, building that bit of momentum and that sort of head of steam up. It would also be in the really next couple good of weeks. if Liverpool lose again next week. So. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. Um, I mean, that's always nice. Uh, sorry, Liverpool fans. I don't know why you'd be listening to this, but if you are, sorry. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like yeah, we're going to be back here next week to see how Newcastle have got on. Hopefully, to report good news, but we will see, and we'll see how. Hope, I, I, well, I suspect Anthony Gordon may well start next week. Uh, obviously, Bruno's still going to be out, and. Given that ASM didn't do a huge amount, um, no, he's been poor I, again. Yeah, I, I think I think Gordon could well be in line for his first start. So it'll be really fascinating to see how he gets on with um, you know a full game to play. Again, it's going to be an interesting one as well because Bournemouth, even though they're at home, you would think they're going to be packing men behind the ball. How much chance is Gordon going to have to really stretch his legs and show off that pace? But like I say, I'm really looking forward to seeing how he gets on. Whether he starts, whether he comes off the bench, I'm sure he will feature in some capacity. So, an interesting one to keep an eye on. Yep. But yeah, in the meantime, uh, we have been Magpies Unrestricted. If you could give the podcast a like and subscribe and a positive review, that would really help us out. And yeah, I've been your host, Chris Simpson. Thanks, Cara. No problem. And thank you, as always, listeners. Bye. Bye. This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to bigheadsmedia.com for more great podcasts.